Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to Churn and I'm sorry, to Strange Brew Coffee House. Of course, you know, it is fall. We are in the it's going to be a, a crisp weekend. That means pumpkin spice. It's still Halloween as we get closer to Thanksgiving. That is the time of the pumpkin. So, Not a big pumpkin spice person, but I know that there, there are a lot are of girls out there that are. No no question about it. So make sure you make a trip over to Strange Brew Coffee House this weekend and warm your bones with a little pumpkin spice deliciousness. Humble Taco. I'm sorry. College Corner. We'll get the Humble Taco. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Guys, don't fall behind on your holiday shopping. It's going to be a mess this year. Get ahead of the game. Make those purchases now. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, but if you're shopping online, College Corner Store is the place to do it. They've got everything you need, maroon and white. All of the Bulldog fans in your life, they want new gear this Christmas. Take care of them at College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. They're just putting new stuff on the menu all the time. And that's great because it's already a fantastic menu, a unique menu, stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. When you're in Starkville, make sure a trip to Humble Taco is on the list of things to do this weekend. Patio is going to be a great place to hang out. The weather should be fantastic. Grab a margarita, grab some chips and salsa, and grab some unique and delicious Mexican food at Humble Taco. And, of course, our newest sponsor is Firehouse Subs. Firehouse Subs, locations to serve you here in Starkville. They're also in Columbus and Tupelo and Flowood Madison. And they're in Oxford. I know you're listening, Rebel fans. Go grab a Firehouse Sub. They're delicious. And make it easy on yourself. Download the Firehouse Subs app. Prepay online and skip the wait. And you get great rewards when you order online with the Firehouse Subs app. The quicker you're getting to free sandwiches, the better is what I say. And if you're wanting a tailgate, well, a firehouse party platter is a welcome addition to any tailgate. If you're at your house or if you're on campus, wherever you're watching the game, Firehouse Subs wants to be a part of your game day. Call your local store and get some great quotes on how much it costs to put a sub platter there. Firehouse Subs, still pl- very pleased to have them on board with us here on Thunder and Lightning. Robbie, today's show is absolute chaos. Chaos. I'm an I'm an agent of chaos. What uh, what has happened the last few days? I mean, it has I been can't, insane. I can't begin to describe it. First off, we had some 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 confusion. I want to I want to issue a, 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 a correction or perhaps a retraction. I don't know how to quite to put it. But people were talking about you guys said you didn't want to talk about politics and vaccines and did the whole show about politics and vaccines. I want to make a a, a a correction or a clarification. What we meant was we didn't want to hear about your politics and the vac- and your thoughts on the vaccines. Correct. <laughs> Our thoughts on the vaccines and politics yesterday were relevant because that was the story. 
That's correct. That being said, going and, forward. And, and we really didn't give our opinion on it that much. No, we didn't. But that being said, going forward, we're not going to talk about it. But it was the only reason. I don't think we've ever talked about the vaccine or anything on here. The only time we've done it is when it's applied to Mississippi State, which it did yesterday. And and it's it's quite relevant because if if there is something, what we were telling you was that don't fill our mentions up, right, with politics. But but some of you didn't listen to. But if it applies to Mike Leach and the fact that we don't know if he's vaccinated or not, and this could this could affect his job, we're going to talk about it. Exactly. So. Now, more chaos. I have never... Let's talk about the Steve Wiltfong. Okay, we'll talk about that for a second, sure. So, if you're, if Speaking you're not of familiar, chaos... If you're not familiar... So, Steve Wiltfong is a 24-7 national recruiting writer. We've had him on Sports Talk Mississippi before. Usually a pretty knowledgeable and, 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 and a good guy to talk to. He has been on a little bit of a kick recently. I'm talking about Stone Blanton but doing it only from a sort of an Ole Miss perspective. And so, obviously, the people on Gene's page have taken offense to that, which, you know, you know, honestly, it's a legit gripe. The guy is committed to Mississippi State baseball. He has visited Mississippi State a number of times, but you can't seem to get a quote from this guy on that. So it becomes a big controversy. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, reaches out to Steve Wiltfong. Wiltfong says, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. I'll be on the board to take care of things. And this guy <laughs> drops maybe the biggest troll job in the history of, of I'm talking about of Gene's page going back to the EBI doc, EBI.com.net days and 24-7 combined. Writes 163 words. <laughs> on we're, not even, we're not even supposed to post an well, article unless it's 450 words long. There is literally not a paragraph in this article. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's eight sentences. Eight sentences. None of them are in paragraph form. There's not even a, 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 a compound sentence. There's no commas in this article at all. It is incredible. I couldn't even be mad about it. it it's a troll job. I mean, and I, I like Steve, and I, I don't think that he's on the take with Ole Miss or anything like that. But, buddy, but he's, I mean, it's I think he's I think he knows that Ole Miss fans just absolutely devour mm-hmm. recruiting drama and stuff like that. And I think he knows like that's gonna it'll play better there. But at this point, he's just en- enraged our entire message board, and he comes in here and posts a. Yeah, Stoneblown Stone went and likes Mississippi State. Okay, everybody be quiet. That's basically what that article is. And, um, I mean, wow. It is something. It really is something. I, I mean, go look at his article with the, about the Ole Miss visit. It's probably a thousand I mean, words, yeah. Full of he, quotes. He did one when he went to South Carolina. He did, and, and like I said, I mean, like I, I really like Steve, but like this, I, I cannot just let go. I mean, we – we got to fix this. It's, it's not a good it look. It is absolutely hilarious to me, though. All right. So then there's that chaos. Now to the real chaos. I have never seen a gold rush of people answering Rumblings questions like I saw within an hour of you tweeting out that we wanted questions. What, what happened? It is incredible the I- amount of questions. Answering and rebuking and cussing and anger and hatred. I feel like my plan was a success. I wanted to see people get angry with each other. I, 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 I need I need these people that are rebuking to to have a little more backbone. 
I don't need a hey, this is my question. You no, need to come in there like Ty, I need you, Ty, uh, Ty Hamill. Oh God, you need to come in there like that guy and be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> beep, <laughs> beep, your mother's beep, while your father's beep. I mean, that's what I need. All right. <laughs> yeah, because we had the people that were rebuked. They were the ones that were angry. Yes. We need that to be switched. I think somebody, you know, I believe the good book says if somebody, you know, strikes you, turn the other cheek, and then elbow them in the face like Chris Jericho. Even Steve came in and rebuked. Steve I mean, had to rebuke Steve Robertson. Uh, these people are just, uh, I don't, uh, we got to do so, something with these people to answer questions. Good luck to me trying to sort my way through this, but here we go. Well, heck, I have the Mike Leach vaccine stuff going on. And I don't know your, how I'm going to wait through a train wreck. Absolute train wreck. So Here we go. Tara asks, what's your favorite rumblings question you've gotten so far? This one, Tara. This is the question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, hey, been, been, so there's, been, there's been a billion of them since I've been okay. here. Here we go. There's no telling how many you've had over right. the... First question's got an answer. Let's see if we can go here. Yes. Looks like we're good. Depressed okay. dog got him. But this is this is Smo Daddy who came in and, and started cussing everybody out after yeah. he was rebuked. Calm down, boss. Here we go. Long questions. Apologies. All right. Rodgers is on pace to shatter the single-season passing record and break into the top four career passing marks for both yards and touchdowns after just 20 or so games. Shout-out to Andrew Miller for this info. Does he deserve full credit for that, or does he deserve the shortchanging he will get from the fan base when he breaks those records? Do the records speak more about him, or are they more about state QBs were unable to do in the past? So let's answer the second question first. It's a little of both, right? State's passing history is not great. Um well, it has to do with both the offense mm-hmm. and State's quarterbacks in the past, right. I think. I mean, State's always been a predominantly running team. Yeah. Uh, and then when Tyler Russell came in, he, he broke the, the record. Uh, and then Dak. Dak was your first 3,000-yard passer in school history. That was seven years ago. Yeah, the records are, are easily going easily to be broken. broken. That said, Will Rogers deserves a lot of credit because you, you can't just put anybody. You couldn't go out there and do this. No. So no. Will Rogers has got to, you know, somebody's got to complete the passes. Yeah. So he deserves a lot of credit, in my opinion. No, he he does. He deserves credit. Um, but yeah, as long as Mike Leach is here, you're going to see what he's done at Texas Tech, what he's done at Washington State. Records broken just about every year. Who who is your baseball player under each of the last four coaches? Cohen to Lamonis, without naming Rooker or Mangum. So who does he mean like your favorite baseball player? Uh yeah, or best. Okay. I guess. So I mean Cohen gives you a lot of options. Um Renfro. as far as just yeah, I mean as far as just pure talent, it's probably Renfro. Mm-hmm. As far as production, it's probably Adam Frazier. Frazier. Led the Holder. NCAA in hits. Had the uh Mississippi State record in single yeah. season hits. Would you go Frazier? Or holder. Or, yeah, okay. yeah. Pitcher, I'd say pitcher, holder, hitter, Frazier. Okay. Because uh, because Renfro had one good season, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with right. Frazier. Lamonis can't name Rooker, Rooker or Mangum. We got. Let's go to uh, Canizero. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I meant to say Canizero. Canizero. Cody Brown. Uh, I could go for that. Had a fantastic year that year. Yeah, 20, 2017. Yeah. Um, Best pitcher had, under him was Riley Self. Yeah, or Spencer Price. Yeah, the, the two relievers. Um, yeah, bless bless that dude's heart. He had just nothing to work nothing with. Nothing left. Year. Yeah. <clears throat> Under Henderson, 
Elijah McNamee is the player. Yeah, if you're not going Mangum, it's probably McNamee. And then just because of what he did in the postseason right. that year. And then a pitcher, Pilkington. Uh, you know, Ethan Small was. G- well, I was gonna go Small for Lamonis. Yeah, um, and he and he really wasn't That's nearly as good. Yeah, as he was in '19. Um, yeah. you know, Cole Gordon was really good down the stretch yeah. in, in JP 18. France. Yeah, he was he was okay. I would He's put Cole Gordon ahead of him. Okay, <clears throat> Cole I, Gordon was really good down the stretch. But Cole, Gordon, you could also make a Lamonis guy too. I, I'm t- I think I think Connor Pilkington's the answer for me. Okay, I mean, he was he was the front line guy that that year. Yeah, they didn't really have a whole lot after him. No, they didn't until Small developed towards the end of the year, and then Lamonis. I got to go Tanner Allen and Ethan Small. Yeah, that's how I'm going to go. Yeah, so that makes right, sense. That'll work. All right, back into the chaos here. Litton Gilmer, here we go. All right, answered their her own question or his for his own question. We're good. If Rodgers continues to build on his strengths and fix a couple of weaknesses, could he be a possible Heisman candidate? So, no Mike Leach quarterback, to my knowledge, has ever made the trip to New York, despite putting up some stupid numbers. This I, has been asked before. Okay. Um, the only way this happens is if Mississippi stays in the playoff discussion, or at, but least, at that point they're going to say, okay. They are in this discussion of because of this person. Right, right. with Minshew. Minshew it's not going to be like, I think, uh, wasn't like RG3 in there, and Baylor wasn't like... They lost they weren't, three or four games. They weren't in the national championship right. discussion. But his numbers were so... He also had the rushing numbers, too. And Johnny Manziel, kind of the same way. They didn't had win the, the SEC West. You have, to be, you have to be like in the top ten. If you're going to really. be strictly a passing quarterback... You have to be winning a lot of games. Yes. If you are a dual threat guy, and that's what Corral has going for him this year, then you can be in the discussion even even if your team isn't. If going they to lose, if they lose three games, I think he's still going to be in the conversation. Corral's going to New York as we sit here today. Yeah, for sure. Linton Gilmer also asked if a census ran of all Mississippi State fans, would the majority be optimistic every year or pessimistic regards to football? Pessimistic. I think pessimistic is the answer because I mean. That's what history tells us. You know, you, at some point you just have to go. Look, I mean, look. 2014 is an outlier for yeah. this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Patton Paris, what's the wildest thing you've ever witnessed at a game? Whew. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I've seen plenty of fights. Um, um, I saw at the Florida game in 2000. Have I told you this before? Um. You know, everybody ran on the field. I was in like fifth grade, but I went to the game with a with a guy that was a student at Mississippi State, and he got me in the student section. So we sat in the student section for that game. I saw someone throw a whiskey bottle at the Florida sidelines and hit the water boy or a manager, or somebody in the head with it. Um, and then, while we're rushing on the field, there were some. Um, uh, I don't know what kind of fence this is called, but they got like the uh, sharp edge on the top of them uh, over there by the M Club building. Like a cyclone fence? No, no, no. It's like the like the pointy, wire. like the pointy, like uh, I, I forget what it's, it's called. It's not barbed wire. No, no, no. But it's like you know the black fence. Oh, I know what you're talking. About. It's like yeah, it's, it, it's yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So someone was climbing on that. Oh no! A guy got stuck oh. on it. Like with his leg? Right in the middle of oh, his body oh. and got hung on it there, oh. and it cut through him. I can't uh, top that story. I was going to let you I know. was right there. 
when that happened. That's probably the wildest thing I've seen in a football game. Yeah. All right. Jeremy Brown, this is a decent question, but this is an audio medium, so I can't really I can't really explain it. So let's we'll You know the best broadcasters describe what they're saying. Yeah, that's a tough one though. All right, here we go. Joe Dog, good question. Can we answer it? I mean, people just just jumped in there. Shout, oh. shout out to by the way, one thing I like is that some of y'all are getting in here and helping your friends. You're helping out your fellow Bulldogs. They're just People are are rebuking people. So so you're not going to do this question because I'm going to. I know he got there, there's a rebuke. Okay. Which Def? Leppard, I mean, it was crazy. Like three or four people came in there and answered this. Yes. Which Def Leppard song was better? Rock of Ages, Hysteria, Pour Some Sugar on Me, Foolin', Let's Get Rocked. Just for the record, my favorite Def Leppard song is not on this list. Um. I always like to deviate away from the the mainstream songs like Pour Some Sugar on Me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to take that out of the equation. Okay. okay. Um I think I'm going to go with Hysteria. Mm-hmm. Uh I know that was the name of the album, mm-hmm. but song, people don't talk about that enough. I think that I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. Also, I would I would say Foolin' would be number 2 for me. Of this group of songs, Hysteria is number 1. Yeah. But not my favorite Def Leppard. What's your favorite Def Leppard song? Is that uh, I'm my favorite Def Leppard song is "Gods of War." That's a good one. Ooh, uh, underrated. But my second favorite is probably "Photograph." Photograph is my. Is favorite that your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love "Photograph." "Gods of War" is also on the Hysteria. It's on Hysteria. Album. Hysteria is one of Great the greatest album. albums. Great album. ever put together. There's a question on here uh, later that asks something like that about an album. This would be one of those. Okay. Peyton Neely, somebody he got he got him though. Okay, this is insane. Our first four questions have had answers. I mean, I'm looking at every single question going up, and they yeah. all have answers. If you had to watch one movie every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? That's a good question. I don't really know because I a lot of times I don't. I you know when I'm done watching a movie, I don't really watch them again. But there's the classics that you'll watch yeah. every time they're on. Um. You know, Forrest Gump is is up there. Anytime I see Forrest Gump on TV, I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Every time I see Tombstone, I'm watching that. Yeah, these are movies that like it Christmas matter. Vacation. If you're flipping channels and you come across it. Yeah, come stop. A- anything like the the early Billy Madison movies, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Little Nicky, Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Those I watch those. However long I want to watch, um, Tommy Boy, Chris Farley movies, Black Sheep. Th- those are my go-to's. Uh, I would throw The Dark Knight in there. I like to watch that. Yep. The Departed. That's a really good one. The Goodfellas. Um. I'll watch Godfather like, Part Two. I'll watch like it, Rock any Rocky movie from one through four. I will watch any... I mean, there's just a lot of options. If I had to pick one, I'd pick The Dark Knight. That's probably my favorite movie. All right. No answer for Zachary Cooey. That means you need to come up with better questions, Zachary. I mean, obviously, your question wasn't worth anybody trying to screw you over. If you royally screwed something up, would you rather get verbally assaulted by John Taffer or Gordon Ramsay? I'm going Ramsay. I feel like the British... Who's John have a, Taffer? The guy from Bar Rescue? Oh, yeah. 
the British have a uh, a mastery of profanity that we just don't have here in the states. They 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 just make words up and turn them into plus plus over there the f word is just like part of everyday conversation. You yeah. can say it in real life. You can say it and, and nobody gets offended. Um, also, Ramsey, yeah, it's part of their everyday life, not yeah. like uh, you know dental hygiene is for them. <laughs> well, Ramsey also a lot more successful than Taffer, so I'm going Ramsey. Okay, you go okay. All right. I was looking at a tweet about Dan Mullen. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, you know. I saw Mike Tomlin and Dan Mullen in the same tweet, and I was like, what? I don't even want to know. Yeah. Jason Neal Galt, how important is it to score a touchdown on the first drive Saturday? If you get into the red zone and have a fourth down situation, do you take a gamble? I mean, it's huge. State needs to get off to some momentum, needs to get off to a good start. And uh, I, I would. If it's fourth and goal from inside the five, I might, I might just go ahead and take a uh, take a, a gamble on that one. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I feel like that's that's really important early on. Like it seems like when State comes out and gets that early momentum, they're in really good shape. They've done it in most of their wins to this point. So uh, that's that's a pretty important part. And then and then you know when they come out and turn the ball over, they lose. So right. just don't turn it over. Really is what I'm saying. Yeah. Wilt Fong is on the board now. He's answering questions. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a messy day. Uh, I met my wife in 2012 at a ha- Halloween dressed as Batman. I think it was by far my favorite Halloween costume, A, because it won my wife over and B, because it was Batman. What's your favorite all-time co- all-time costume you've ever worn? So I haven't I I have never gone to an adult costume party. I have never I, I the day I stopped trick-or-treating was probably the last day I wore a costume. So, that being said, my answer is also Batman. Now, it probably wasn't a very good Batman costume. It's the old, like, you know, flammable the, material with yeah. the plastic mask with the rubber band on the back. I had that, too. Everybody had it, but Batman's probably my answer. Yeah. Um, Everybody wants to be Batman except for the dead parents. That's true. Yeah, I don't really have anything on that. All right. I'm not a big uh, dress-up guy. No, I, I I I don't know that I would go to a costume party these days. No, like my daughter is having her birthday this weekend, and yeah. my wife has encouraged people to to dress up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to take part. And I, I mean, is that bad? No. Okay. You there there are co- there are costumes. Just walk around in your bathrobe and slippers and tell them you're the dude. Or I'll tell them I'm Tony Soprano. There you go. There you go. Just have a newspaper. Yeah. And, and some orange juice with some pulp. Not, right. Not a lot of pulp. And some Cheerios or something. A little gabagool. Yeah, I might warm up like some ziti or something. There you go. There you go. Peyton Neely, rank these three shows, Seinfeld, Cheers, and Friends. Uh, Seinfeld's one for me. Mm -hmm. Cheers is two, even though I've never really watched it because I don't like Friends. Uh, It's number three. Yeah, I, I would go exactly that order. Friends is a show I never really got into. Never. Uh, my wife. My wife was watching it back uh, a couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. just couldn't get into it. Chase asked, "Do you expect Molinar to man the point position this season, or do we see Watts slash Moore there? All three seem like combo guards. If you listen to the interview we did with Ben Hallen, he said he talked about this. He's Molinar is going to be more of the point guard this year. Yeah, uh, and I think that could change as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Whenever Rocket Watts gets healthy, possibly." Um, but that's just my opinion on it because I think that Iverson, in my opinion, is better off the ball. But 
Listen to this quote, by the way, from Mike Tomlin. Yes. On the USC rumors. Have you read the that, quote? Well, the, that's that's the tweet that I saw. Okay. Somebody quoted something. I'm going to read y'all this quote in case you missed it. This is a fantastic quote. This is how you deny interest in a job. I don't have time for that speculation. That's a joke to me. I have one of the best jobs in all professional sports. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Never say never, but never. There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Love it. Love yep. Mike Tomlin. Good stuff. Well, I mean, why would you want to go out there and waste your time recruiting 17-year-olds exactly. when you have You a, work with grown men. It's their job. They understand yeah. the expectation level. And he is the, he is the perfect NFL yeah. coach. Yeah. Like, he's... He is a players coach. Yeah, he's perfect. good. I mean, he's good he's guy. in a great spot right yeah. now. All right. I just Tw- wish he'd win some more games. Tweeter of words asks, who is the best walk-on in any sport in MSU history? Is there one that stands out? The first one that comes to mind is Ben Beckwith. That's a good choice. He was an All-American yeah, that, his that, senior that, year. That's going to be tough to, to – I don't really uh, have – I don't really have the book of walk-ons – you know, there might be some guys that we don't know don't that they start off walk is our guy who like just you know stood out. I mean, Whit Hughes was a walk on, had a great career, but Ben Beckwith was better than him from our yeah. career perspective. I baseball, I mean, there might be some guys in baseball that we didn't know about that walk so. because you know you don't get there's there's no info divulged to you about their scholarship situation. Yeah, so, so I'll, we'll, I'll go, we'll go Beckwith. Ben Beckwith. Yeah. All right. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, who had to rebuke somebody. That's what you guys have forced in this situation, that Steve Robertson had to do this. Who is the best kicker in Mississippi State history? Uh, I'm going to go Scott Westerfield right now. Westerfield? You know, um, Jace Christman probably would have had that title if he would have been – if State Brandon of- Rees would have never yeah. come. Yeah. He was about to break like every record yeah. Mississippi Westerfield, State. Christman. Uh, I'll go a little old school. Artie Cosby, yes, would be one. I would yes, too. You know, his son was at East Webster a few years ago. Didn't played know that. at East Webster, yeah. was really good. Probably yeah. the best kicker and punter in two A. Yeah, um, and it, I mean, it was you just in two A football, you don't see it automatic, see it lot, yeah. extra point, automatic inside forty yards. He's you know averaged forty plus yards a punt, and Mississippi State never even offered him a walk on. I I was kind of surprised by that because I thought he was good enough, but. He's also a pretty bright guy and went to engineering school, and I don't uh, think he was that interested. Which SEC fan base that trolls Robbie on Twitter is actually funny? None. None of, the problem is the trolls, by and large, aren't funny. No. The closest one, honestly, might be Ole Miss. Yeah, but none of the people that troll me are, are funny. funny. That's the problem. They're all losers. Yeah. Um. But the one the the ones that I actually like in that fan base, I'm kind of friendly with. There you go. And I don't really get trolled by them. Okay. Like Rippy and you know Bunky and yeah, the good old boys. Yeah. What is our favorite new kids on the block song? Gotta go with Hanging Tough, right? I mean, I I know like one song by New Kids on the Block. What is it? Uh, I don't even know the name of it. So we'll go if with I, Hang- if I heard it, I would recognize. We'll go with it. Hanging really, Tough. Yeah, I mean. Um, Mark Wahlberg's brother was in that, right? Yeah. yeah. Donnie. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my sisters listened to that when I was growing up, but I never really got into them that okay. much. That's fair enough. Can we get walking tacos one day this week? We can, we would need to make a humble run, so we'll let you know, Steve. If we, if we go to Humble Taco, I'm getting the quesadillas I, this time. I'm getting something, yeah. Uh, just because I haven't, I haven't had those quesadillas. I saw them yesterday, now I'm craving them. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Shaw Life Forever says, I know Will has been great and all that, but I'm starting my Spencer Rattler to state campaign. I need y'all's stamp of approval. It's not given. Yeah, I'm not a big Spencer Rattler, Rattler fan. Rattler is a locker room cancer. Move on from that. There, If you want to talk about a grad transfer quarterback, happy to have that discussion. But Rattler's not the guy. And you know, like... I'm starting to feel states cursed with the grad transfer quarterbacks. Well, that doesn't mean you got you can't you can't let that happen. Uh, you can't let that happen. Eh, so, Mangum eh. Cafe asks, "What do you think of tags on the front of vehicles? Examples: car dealerships or those that read Accord on a Honda Accord." Don't like them. Not a fan. I, I'm okay with the you know MSU, MSU or, or Ole college, Miss yeah. or House Divided. Uh, no, 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 I'm not okay with that. Well, I mean, I I don't have a problem with it. I don't it. like house divided. I don't like the house divided concept. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need you to have a tag that tells me what your vehicle is on the front of your vehicle. Yeah. Uh, Chris Johnson list the top three backup quarterbacks of all time at Mississippi State. <sighs> so I'm going to look at this from the perspective of. How good were they as a backup and versus how good was the starter when they were the backup? Matt Wyatt is number one. Got to be number one, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Keaton Thompson. Yeah. And then... See, Fitzgerald was... There's a, Fitzgerald was good. Good player. But so, but Dak is Dak. So you remember, Dak, you remember Dak is the answer. Yeah. Dak is number one. Remember Dak's number one. You yeah. remember Trey Rutland? Yeah. yeah. We kept hearing about, you know, yeah, he was no the good. next Ryan Perilou or something. Yeah. And like I remember and, uh, Mike well, Mike Vick. Connor got hurt and Henning got hurt. And so they had Rutland and remember Ty Evans? Yes. Ty Evans threw a fifteen yard out that you could have timed with a sundial. <laughs> that ball just floated up in the air. I was like, Oh my god, it's an SEC quarterback, really? <laughs> That was a bad time. That's bad times. <laughs> That's why I just I do not get upset about anything bad that happens right now. What is your favorite non-revenue sport to follow? It's been men's tennis because they're just so good. They've been good year. Well, now. women's basketball isn't a, isn't a revenue sport. Yeah, that's no longer my non. It's no longer my favorite. Well, yeah, now, but um, I, volleyball is volleyball is, is fun is to watch. Making a, making I think a softball up. though is probably the correct yeah. answer. Those games are if you're a fan if you you got a family. Going to a softball game is a great afternoon. It's two hours. You're in, out, and done. They yep. do a lot of stuff with the kids. It's it's a good time. I really enjoy covering volleyball um, and softball as well. Both of those sports are, are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the College World Series of softball this year was really really yeah. exciting. Uh, dear old state, why do you want Mike Leach fired, Brian? Okay, here we go. This Negative. Guy, this guy was he was all in my my, my he was all up my uh, my yes yesterday about me being like you want conference. I don't I don't I'm just saying. And, and we also found out that you were woke. Very yesterday. woke. <clears throat> Stay woke. I am broke, so there yeah. you go. I'm ahead of the curve. I, I was broke first and then I went woke. <laughs> Scott, have you ever gotten out of a speeding ticket? What was the story you told the cop asking for a friend? I have gotten out of a speeding ticket, and my story was, hey, we give you guys pizza all the time for free, so this is going to go away now, and, and it did. You told him what he was going to do. Well, no, I just have, I have friends, I had, you know, when I was working at Papa John's, you know, we gave the cops free pizza, Be- mainly because they left the delivery drivers alone, so the delivery drivers were free to speed to their deliveries. Yeah. 
But if I ever got a ticket, I would, you know. Plus, we actually had a cop on the uh, on staff. Yeah, who was uh, who delivered pizzas in her in her on her days off. So I would just take it to her and be like, "Here," and she was like, "Yeah, no problem." Well, I'll tell you a story about my latest speeding ticket that I got during the uh, Vanderbilt series this past year in baseball. Okay, I was coming through one of those small towns outside of Nashville, uh-huh. and <clears throat> I didn't see the the uh, the speed limit sign. It went from like highway to residence, like out of nowhere. Uh, so like fifty five to to thirty. That happens on that drive back. Yes. Yeah. So I was going 65 and a 55, what I thought was a 55, but actually I was going 65 and a 35. So I got pulled over by this guy, small town Tennessee. They're trying to get their money. This dude tickets me for speeding and then gives me a reckless driving charge for speeding through a neighborhood. So I got two speeding tickets virtually, which was like 150 bucks each. And, uh, you know, one of a, I don't want to say his name, but a friend of the show mm-hmm. that is in the business, in the business, told me that um, he thought that was a little excessive. Mm-hmm. And so, and I talked to another, a couple other law enforcement friends. They also told me this that that was excessive. So I called the uh, courthouse there and told them I've been instructed I can't come up there because it's a waste of money for me to come up there and, and defend myself uh, in Tennessee. But I'd like to say that I feel like this is probably excessive. Well, they they ended up cutting out both tickets for me, and I just paid like the court cost. So I don't know if is that getting out of a ticket? Yeah, both of my tweet my my post in the uh, Stone Blanton thread have been deleted. What is going on, man? Let's see if mine is too. All right, uh, let's see here. Do we have answers? think we're good. All right, we're good. Caleb Stewart, pick two, leave one for breakfast. Waffle House, Ruby Slipper, and Cracker Barrel. Ever eaten a Ruby Slipper? Never been to Ruby Slipper. So good. Yeah, I've never really been there, good. but I, I I would imagine it'd be up there. I've heard good things. Yeah, I go Ruby Slipper and Waffle House. Yeah. All right. I like Cracker Barrel, but I can get that kind of breakfast at most places. Yeah, I can make Cracker Barrel breakfast. Mm-hmm. I can't make the stuff they do at Ruby, at Ruby Slipper. And Waffle House is Waffle House. Robbie Donahoe the third RD3, asks, <laughs> Hi, guys. Big fan. First time, long time. If you could, please address why you're both such potty-mouthed individuals. You should wash your mouths out with soap. Again, big fan. I'll hang up and listen. Listen here, you son of a... No. Uh, well... I don't know why... I, I, didn't, I, for one, do not curse on the show. Right. Because my mother is possibly listening. Yeah. So... That's all I have to say about that. Very good. Steven asks, what's Joel Coleman's excitement level right now? It's pretty high. It's pretty high. I talked to him uh, when they when they won. and uh, I mean, he, he also is enough of a fan. You know, he's smart enough to know. He's like, it's not over yet. they got to get four more wins. But he's very excited, as well he should be. Congrats to him. He is. Uh, he's still planning to strip and streak through the Cotton District if they win the World We're, Series. We are going to get that on video. Uh, who do you want to be the next quarterback for the Steelers? Also from Steven. That's a good question. Um, I either want it to be a free agent guy, a ready-made guy. Like if Aaron Rodgers decided to come to Pittsburgh, I would not be upset about that. <laughs> Way to keep your expectations um, low, Rob. I'm just saying. He he has said that you know he's interested in going somewhere else. So I wouldn't be upset about that. If not, I want it to be 
you know, somebody uh, they need to draft somebody in in this draft relatively early. I think. Um, I don't know if if Matt Corral fits that bill. I don't know if that's a good fit or not. I don't know if if you go with with somebody else. I'm not sure, but you need to start making that decision quick. And this might not be the year to to make the move on the quarterback of the draft. When we might just have to go out there and go try to find somebody in free agency. You know, if Deshaun Watson is is uh, is still available, possibly. I don't know. Okay. Uh, where are we here? Reed Green, top three games against Kentucky since Jackie became coach. Um, so I would say 99, we'll start 99, 99 Kentucky. One. Yeah. Um, 2012, was it 2012 when Banks had the interception late? That was a good game. Was that 12 or 11? It was at it was in Starville, so it was, I think it was twelve. Okay. Well, we know because nine they no. played on the road. Yeah, but then they played back to back years. At was Kentucky, it ten? So it would have been ten. Okay. I would put that up there. Okay, that was a good game. Oh seven was a good game. That was oh seven at, best wins. Yeah, dominating. West like, good Kentucky game. Yeah, good, good Kentucky team. And then, um, oh gosh, um, fifteen was a really good game. Remember Kendrick Market made a big tackle late in that game to sort of save it from Mississippi State. Not fifteen. I'm sorry, that was thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Fifteen, Dak Prescott was SEC player of the week. Yeah. There was a there was one play I'll never forget where they ran zone read and nobody was assigned to get Dak. And so he oh, that was just a, into the end zone. He that was probably yeah, that was probably his best his game, best game at, in, at MSU. The fourteen game was was sneaky close. Yeah. Right after they got Christian to number Holmes. one. Yeah, Christian Holmes got the the, the onside kick return. Yeah, uh, that was Josh Robinson's uh, crazy run that he had. Literally, I'm going through like 15, 20 rebukes right here. This is the rebuke section of the of the rumblings. Here we go, Kevin Wright. Don't get me wrong, this is kind of funny, but coming from the official football account, would you consider this to be toxic? This is the uh, Ole Miss Twitter hitting up uh, Tennessee and LSU at one time. I have said before, I am all for these SmackDown tweets from these official accounts. So I will not say it's toxic, toxic at all. Yeah, you know, I think sometimes it gets a little overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't want to be a, a curmudgeon about it. Yeah. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by good friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Don't forget, when you buy a steak, a burger, Whatever beef products you're buying at the grocery store, you are supporting your Mississippi beef producers, 15,000 of them in this state, doing nearly a half billion dollars a year worth of business. And, of course, when you buy a steak, when you buy burgers, when you buy a big chuck roaster, or, hey, a brisket or beef ribs or whatever it is you're looking to buy, you know it's going to be delicious. Put it on the grill. Put it in the pan. Your family will always thank you. And it's also good for you. Ten essential nutrients in every serving of beef, B vitamins, zinc, iron, and, of course, that lean protein that everybody needs to have in their diet. Visit msbeef.org for great ideas for your recipes, for soups, for stews. Hey, it's getting colder out there. You know you want to have those kind of recipes in the back pocket. They've got them at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is going to be 
slam-packed this weekend, but you should be a part of it. Head over there, get in line, grab a table, grab some food, grab a drink, and enjoy yourself at one of the most incredible restaurants, not just in Starkville, but in the entire Southeastern Conference, wherever you travel. And if you travel as much as Robbie and I do, we'll tell you, there's not a lot of places like Two Brothers. Get in line and get something to eat. It's going to be great. Enjoy yourself this weekend in the heart of the Cotton District and enjoy some smoked Southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems makes it really easy for you when it's talking about dealing, doing things with your business. All you've got to do is give them a call, and they'll put 46 years' worth of experience to work for you, providing you with a selection of technological upgrades in your office, from copiers and printers to software and new computers, anything your, your office is looking for, they've got you taken care of. And every sale is backed up with the kind of customer service you might expect if you were doing business with your next-door neighbor. And that's what they are. They are a Mississippi business, first and foremost, and have been for 46 years. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Crystal Method has our next question. Associate MSU football coaches and their records from Cheryl to Leach with the appropriate Halloween candy. So Jackie is something that, like, it starts off great and then it just sort of fades away. Something like a jawbreaker, right? Like an everlasting gobstopper. You're like, oh, this is great. But then after like, you know, 10 minutes of, of just it being there, you're like, I'm ready for this to be over. What about uh, the Big Chew? or the, uh, Big yeah, League Chew? Big League Chew or like some kind of gum. The <clears throat> the gum that the... the um, Fruit Stripe? Circus gum. What? Fruit Stripe. Is that... No, it's yeah, not yeah. that. With the horse? No, no, no. It's not that. It's like the... Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like real juicy, and then it just gets like hard as a rock, and it's I, I, it's some oh, kind of circus. Uh, we're talking about like double bubble and stuff like that. Uh, it's similar to that. Okay, but, I said you. But gum is a good example. Something yeah, that you're like you're chewing, you're like, oh man, this is good, and then after like an like an hour of chewing, you're like, why am I still chewing this gum? Right. That's what Jackie was. All right, Croom is candy corn. I don't want it. So what's I'm gonna, the, what, what is, what I'm going to go with Thin Mints. I'm going to go with something with mint in it. You don't like mint? Don't like mint and chocolate. Okay. Not a good mix. Okay. Uh, Mullen. All right. People might not get angry. Mullen was the best coach Mississippi State's ever had, so he is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I'm good with that. He's, he's, he's the top of the pile. Yeah. All right. Morehead. Well, it's got to be something that's like, you know, this is all I have. You know, you, you 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 take it. You you're good with it, but it's like you. It's a ceiling on it. It's not just. So that's not Reese's peanut butter cup. Then. Yeah, it's got to be something that's like like a baby this Ruth. This is good, like but, a fun size baby Ruth. You're like, oh, yeah, baby like, Ruth, that's good. But I, there's so much more I can have here. Okay, there's so. I, 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 I feel disagree. Like, I disagree with you on this. Mullen, Mullen, for his time in Starkville, I got to get. He's the peanut butter cup. No, I I mean I, I don't think we got the best of Dan Mullen. I really don't. I think oh. there was a lot left on the. The bones. Well, there may very well be, but Florida's not getting that either. Uh, I, I just saw uh, Fletcher Cox just just tweeted about uh, candy corn. By the way, what did he say? He said uh, you might as well smoke a carton of Red Tops if you eat this. <laughs> He's right. Uh, all right, Joe Moorhead, black licorice. Oh, <laughs> you just you just you just don't want it. <laughs> You know? Well, it's got to be something that that looks nice. Well, it's one of those it's things a like good a good appearance, like, but the taste is just not not good. Okay, <clears throat> so then something like 
I'm trying to think. You know, it all it makes sense. You know what? The, you know the, what? Joe the Moorhead rapper is? looks really good, and it's a good presentation. No, no. Do you know what Joe Moorhead is? He always thought he was going to outthink everybody. He's Smarties. Okay. Don't nobody want Smarties though. Smarties are not good. And then you have Mike Leach. <laughs> Mike Leach is one of those uh, Krabby Patty gummies. You know, that's what he is. He's just. <laughs> He's just out there. You're the like, little, you hamburger, like, little hamburger, little yeah. hamburger You're like, what? What is that? What is going on there? That's what Mike <laughs> Leach is. All right, uh, Rob Hadaway. Somebody uh, may have answered this question. Let's see. He, uh, you no, know no, we're good. We're good. We're good. I didn't know or I had forgotten about Dan Mullen getting barred from off-campus recruiting for a year. On a scale of one to ten, how delighted did this make him? Ten. Yeah, darn. Oh, I'm. Ah, I can't, I can't, go, can't go anywhere. Oh. Ah, it's too bad. John, you want to you want to pick that up for me? You want to you want to get that visit for me? That'd be great. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Also from Rob. Uh, one day I'm going to tell the story about whenever um, Dan Mullen told me I I was going to get him on probation. Yes, uh, that's a good one to tell. We'll tell that story. Uh, Rob also asked. Since the La Tech game had the largest comeback in school history, I've been wondering what the what MSU's largest lead squandered in defeat was. Haven't time to do any research, but can you think of any candidates? What's a game where you know State blew a, a decent-sized lead? I mean, they were up what? What was the final score of that game against South Alabama? Uh, They lost by one or two. Yeah, well, what I was think. the final? Do you remember? Uh, it was 20-something. It see. was in the twenties. I'm pretty sure. Well, at the half, wasn't it like seventeen nothing state? Uh, they were up. They were up by a couple of touchdowns, I believe. I don't remember a whole lot. Final of... score was twenty one twenty. Yeah, I knew it was like a one point. So game. I think state was up like seventeen nothing in that game. I, I don't remember a lot of games where they they just blew a big lead. That hadn't really been their thing. They were up fourteen on LSU in two thousand and blew it. Yeah, uh, they were up fourteen to nothing on Ole Miss in two thousand twelve. And blew it. They, they were, were up, they were up sixteen to nothing in two thousand and blew that. And on on Ole Miss, yeah. So th- those are probably some of the candidates. Uh, let's see here. Already answered that one. Uh, Patrick Swindoll says, "Is it Swindoll or Swindle? I never asked Patrick. You have to tell me. I'm going to say Swindle. Let's go Swindle. Sure. Rank these game shows: Price is Right, Jeopardy, Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune, and America Says. I got no idea what America Says is. Never heard of it. Never heard of that either. So it's last. Price is Right is one. Yep. All right. Jeopardy two. Sure. I like Family Feud, but it sort of devolved into. What can we say that's outrageous that'll make YouTube? So I'm going to put it second to last. And we'll I, I, I like the new Family Feud with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey yeah, I mean, I like it, laugh. but it's it's these it's these guys are just trying to get on go viral. It's not like they're trying to answer the questions most of the time. The like the the contestants. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say Wheel of Fortune three. But he, he's willing to call them out on that. He is. Plus, I mean, Sajak and Vanna White. Name a more iconic duo. That's true. So I'm not a. There's something about Pat Sajak I'm not a big fan of. I don't really? Know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's awfully like polished. Yeah. And he feels very produced. I don't. I don't know that Pat Sajak is a guy I could go sit down and have a beer with the way you could like Bob Barker. He he seems like he seems with. like a guy that's very high maintenance. Yes, I agree. Like he he wants uh you know he wants the Dasani water in his um 
in his green room that's slightly chilled, you know, stuff like that. Like that. That's that's what I think of when I think of uh, Pat Sajak. All right. Uh, let's see here. Dear old state, worst NIL deal. DJ Ulagalele for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Spencer Rattler, Raisin Canes. Quinn Ewers, GT Sports Marketing. Or Mike Leach with Brock's Candy. I don't know that Mike Leach... What? Is, well, he's just that's a joke. Oh, okay. The other two are interesting. Yes, DJ and Spencer Rattler have both been benched. Quinn Ewers is getting $1.4 million and is likely not going to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. Maybe ever. I'm going to go with uh, Spencer Rattler at Raising Canes because I'm upset that he is representing Raising Canes. I'm going with DJ because Dr. Pepper, I mean, we see those commercials every week during college football, and they are just a just a, a reminder every week of how bad he is. So. I, I just I keep thinking about these people that are making these um, these deals. Mm-hmm. And like, what's going through your mind whenever these players stink? Yeah, you know. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, if you're Dr. Pepper, you're like, why did we give this kid money? Exactly. So, I mean, that, for I mean, what they spent, it might work out for Byron Young, but yeah. uh, or what is what? What's his name? Byron. Uh, Byron Young is the defensive tackle. Yeah, who is Byron? The, Young? the quarterback for Alabama just split. Oh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis uh, Klima wants to know. Uh, which is more surprising, that Vandy warms up in silence or that they only offer Pepsi products? Well, the Pepsi, I mean, it makes sense, right? You know, inferior for inferior. What is this that Vandy what warms they, up? They don't play music whenever they're warming up. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, he has a picture of it, too. But randomly, like, during the warm-ups, they just blew this, like, loud, like, ship horn that they blow like when they get big first downs and stuff which they only blew it five times in the game i think um so i don't know why they did that but they wouldn't play music during uh warm-ups but that that totally um makes sense yeah when we when you watch them play on the field and, and look at how awful they are yeah makes sense Cohen Hurst asks, not complaining with the current QB play, but what's the legitimate timetable for Sawyer Robertson to ever play? Just curious because he's only a year younger than Will. Uh, I'm going to say year three. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I just – I don't see him passing Will next year. I no. just don't. I mean I, – At that point, I think it would be difficult for him to pass him at all. Yeah. If, so it might be three years from now, which means he might not be at Mississippi, Mississippi State. It's important for Mississippi State to just keep recruiting yeah. good quarterbacks, but they're this is a weird right. situation. I mean, Will is technically a freshman, although I don't I don't think he's going to stay here for five years. But he's technically still a freshman because he gets that COVID year, mm-hmm. which he's only going to be a year ahead of Sawyer mm-hmm. the rest of the way. Right. Uh, and if he continues to play well enough to keep his job, I mean Sawyer's not going to be able to play till he's a senior, right? Pretty much. Right. So, or I guess a junior. Yeah. Josh Newman asks, who is considered the best headhunter at safety in MSU history? I'd say Josh Morgan. That's a good choice. It would be Josh Morgan or Nico Whitley. Nico Whitley is a good one. Ashley Ashley Cooper Cooper. needs to be mentioned. That would be your top three, I think. Eric Brown needs to be mentioned. I mean, he nearly killed Tim Couch. Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram needs to be mentioned. Um, Uh, Now you're getting into, I mean, you're, you're throwing some names out there. It's tough to pick. 
Keith Fitzhugh was a big hitter. Yeah. Um, the hardest hits I remember seeing were from Josh Morgan. Josh Morgan took guys out, and of course, yeah. a different era of you know you can't hit you can't like hit like that anymore. anymore. And, and Jonathan Abram would have been a completely different hitter if he was in that era too. Oh, he would have been feared because he would have wanted to come across. He had him. to let up some. Yeah, you know he he started he started trending away from like just launching himself to being a guy that was running in there and trying to strip the ball and things yeah, like that. Exactly. Jam Sandwich asks, best Halloween song to play during a timeout? Werewolves of London, Witchy Woman, or Just a Devil Woman? Uh, Werewolves of London would be my choice. Yeah, that's but, what I would go with. Um, also, if you're wanting to have a little fun, throw in some Monster Mash. Monster Mash. What about the theme from Halloween? Yes. That, that, that's a good one. John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, it's just incredible the amount of stuff I'm having to get through. It's just to find questions here. Randy Holloway. What position group has to improve the most for State to get bowl eligible? I mean, is it fair to say quarterback? Possibly. Uh, if line. you want to go defense, I'm going with safeties. Safety is a good answer. Safeties have not been good this year, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. Um, offense, I mean, your line. I, I would say right tackle you need to get better. Um, but the offensive line's been fine. Wide receivers have been pretty good. Running backs – Quarterback, and you need to improve, tweak some things here and there, and, and improve. Quarterback's probably your answer. Okay, uh, Justin Strawn. Just going to skip that first question and the second question. Uh, I did want a clarification last week. Abby commented on my question, but she didn't answer it. Is that allowed? That was an answer. I feel like that's an answer. You're, you're, I don't want. I want nothing underneath your questions. So if somebody says anything, even if they say it, "great question," and it was, it was an answer. It was an answer. Though. It was an answer. Abby should know better. She gave her opinion. Yeah. Does Abby even? Li- I want to know if Abby even listens to our podcast. Oh, I doubt it. She's a busy woman. <clears throat> Where does Dan Mullen land after he inevitably is relieved of his coaching duties in the not so distant future? NFL. Uh, in the NFL. He'll be an, an NFL offensive coordinator for maybe a year or two, and then he'll be a head coach. I can see him being a head coach. That could be. I mean, it could be. He needs to, if he's going to do that, he needs to be proactive. This I can off- see him like going to the Jets. This is what Dan Mullen needs. They just, they just hired a new coach. Yeah, they, but they suck. I know. This is what Dan Mullen needs to do. And it's going to come as a shock that I say that he needs to be looking for a job. But next year is the year he's getting fired. Mm-hmm. Be proactive this offseason. Find yeah. an NFL job. Well, he's got Jimmy Sexton as his yeah, agent. He'll, he'll, so. get, he'll get some looks. Yeah. He'll be in good shape. All right. he, it's time for him to move away from college football because this is uh, this business, the NIL mm-hmm. recruiting, this is not his forte. Yeah, And, and I, I really do think that he could be a good NFL coach. I agree because it takes the recruiting out of it for him. Yep. The movie theater I frequent here in DeSoto County has installed recliners in their auditoriums in place of the regular seats. Do you realize how much greater their viewing experience from watching is watching a movie in the theater from a recliner? They've got like that in Tupelo as well. It's I, fantastic. One time I, I watched a 1917. Isn't that the name of it? Yeah. 1917? Yeah. I watched that in um, a theater in Nashville, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I'd ever sat in those recliners. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, just recline back in your seat. I might, you have I f- might do that for when the Batman comes out. I might go to a, go somewhere. a, a better theater. Yeah. yeah. No offense to the theater here in Starville. Missy Nations asked, if we could dress up as anyone or anything from Halloween, what would we be? Non-wrestling answers only. Which is a shame, because you and I would make a, a tremendous um, uh, mega powers. 
I think so too. I would. I would. I, who, who's savage though? You would be savage. Yeah. 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 You already got a similar beard. I would have to be. Um, I'd have to be Hulk. You got to dye it. You got. Would you dye your hair to, blonde? Nah, right. I wouldn't dye it. I would dye my beard blonde, probably. Yeah. Okay. Bleach blonde. Well, beard. we could do it. We could do NWO version of it. <clears throat> Just keep the blonde, the back with the blonde hair. Well, I, I'd still have to get the blonde, the blonde uh, mustache. mustache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that said, we said we couldn't do that. Sorry, Missy. We we, we went off off time there. So we, who are we going to be? I'd probably be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah. You can pull it off. I'd probably be Aaron Rodgers. That's good. I want to do something that I could that I could easily. I wouldn't have to change a whole lot of my appearance to do. Yeah. So throw on a number twelve Green Bay jersey, and and go outside and let's 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 rock. I'm trying to think who I would be. Like what would be funny to see me as? I don't know. I have a few options. Go ahead. But uh, I'm not going to say it on this Aww. on this show. Oh, is, is it mean? Well, maybe not, but I don't want to get. I don't want people to cancel me or anything like that. I don't want any kind Aww. of. <laughs> I'll think of something, Missy. <clears throat> uh, Brian Sis said, "Robbie, I saw you at the Yapora High School football game a few weeks ago. What's your favorite high school football venue and food choice?" Uh, well, the food choice is it's not going to be that great because I normally just go get a a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Hamburgers are usually pretty good at those uh, concession stands. Mm-hmm. Especially if, you, my, if they're grilling them out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite high school football venue. That's a good question. Um, as far as press box is concerned, probably like a place like um, Brandon or Clinton. If, if they got a spot for me in the press box, that's probably um, the place. The coolest venue, one of the coolest venues I went to was uh, Pontotoc. I went to Pontotoc this year for the first time, and it's called the Holla, and it's like you're like down the down in a in a hill, mm-hmm. um, and the stadium is like a hundred years old or something. Like it's really really old stadium. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. So that'd be that Very that'd cool. be up there. All right. Uh, Richard Pittman asks for a 2022 prediction in the middle of the 2021 season for football. My only prediction is like six wins. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. But then again, I mean, I, I predicted seven this year, and you know, eight or nine has has been very much in reach. If Mississippi State would have beat Memphis and LSU, yeah, which was possible, they should be. So you never know. They I should mean, be four zero in non conference. They should be able to win at least three conference games. A seven and five is doable, but we'll, we'll have to see. Another one from Patrick Swindle. Pick two, leave one. A Fay, jambalaya, seafood gumbo. Um, I, I think I'm going to leave seafood gumbo. That okay. might be sacrilegious for some people, but mm-hmm. I like jambalaya and uh, etouffee I'm better. I'm with you on this. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Uh, Norm asks, if State goes on a win streak, do you think the Leech meme tweets resume? Uh, I think he may have gotten out of the, the, the meme business this past uh, summer. Yeah, I think he's uh, definitely taking a step back there. All right. Dalton Lee asked for our top five underrated candies that just aren't discussed. My top five is a bit much. I'll give you a couple. You got a couple? So my favorite candy bar is a whatchamacallit. That's interesting. No, nobody ever gets a whatchamacallit. I'm like the only one. I also like peanut butter M&M's the best. Uh, I do too. Okay. Um, 
do people I don't know if people care about the crunch bar as much as I do. The Nestle crunch bar? Yeah. That's a good choice. Uh I'm a big crunch guy. What about airheads. Do they get enough good enough play? Oh, uh, I like airheads. Every now and then you need you need like a a chewy a chewy or like fruity a fruity thing. Maybe something that's a little sour. Yeah. You need that to kind of offset the chocolate. I, I agree. I agree. You can't always have chocolate. Yeah, it can't your 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 bag that you're handing out can't just be all chocolate. You got to mix in some sour stuff and I got to check Twizzlers. out these nerds clusters. Apparently there's something. Is this like the nerd rope? No, it's not. It's, it's like, something different. It's like nerds like around a gummy or something. I don't know what's going on there. Well, that's kind of what the nerd rope was. Well, I got to look it up. I got I got to see what it is. Uh, let's see here. This is this is one of those questions. Bearded man with a fish. What a what a name by the way. Um, if you were in charge of making a new Halloween candy, what would you make? This is one of those questions that's like almost impossible to answer. Yeah. It's like, it's like that everything's been made. Well, it's like, describe the color red. Yeah. Like you can't do it. Right. So I, I don't know what it would be. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I like caramel. So that's where we're probably starting. Maybe yeah. something that's like, it's a chocolate covered strawberry flavor. You and I are on the same page. Like strawberry and chocolate, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like maybe like you know, how, like cookies. You have well, you like cookies have, and cream. Instead of like the cookie, instead of like the the cream, you have a strawberry. Okay, flavor like, with. That. I had another idea. You, you ever you've seen chocolate covered cherries before, right? Yes. Don't like those. They're gross. But what if like a oh, chocolate? I like co- oh, I don't want. What about like a chocolate covered strawberry like that with a strawberry with strawberry? Gel? Are you talking about like it's got like the cream creamy well, inside like the gel almost? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Bearded man that. with a fish, we got you. Let's do that. Dalton Lee, do you think Ed O lands anywhere after he leaves LSU? Yeah, he'll go back to coaching D-line somewhere. He'll be, next year, he'll be motivational speaker. He might he'll be, be at USC next year. I don't know. I think next year he's going to take some time off. He's going to go speak at coaching clinics like he did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be back. He'll be defensive line coach. You know what's amazing? He's never been a defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. That's really incredible to me. It is something. He's been a head coach twice. Yeah. Now twice failed. Yeah. But nobody will hire him as a defensive coordinator. Mississippi State wouldn't hire him. Yeah. Dan Mullen wouldn't hire him. You're right. Austin asks, which MSU quarterback of the past y'all believe would have had the most success in this style of offense? Obviously, Dak is the default answer here, but Tyler Russell would have been really good. Yes. Tyler Russell. Uh, Dak's probably number one. Dak his senior year. Yeah. Is number one. Yeah, I mean, other than that, there's not a lot of guys through the history of this. Program. No, that had just a, so. you know, Matt White. I don't think would have been terrible in it. No, um, but other than that, I mean, like you said, there's just not there hadn't been a ton of guys where you think the great passers. James King is MJF the best heel talker since Jim Cornette when he managed the Midnight Express. He might be better. Uh, I would actually put Paul Heyman in Heyman, front of Jim Cornette. I I can agree with that, and then Flair. And his prime, yeah, Tully Blanchard, but MJF is right there with him. Uh, the the thing he that is makes not him to say anything—that's what makes him great. That's yeah. what makes him great. The He'll, fact, I mean, he's talking about Metheny, you know, Brian Pillman's uh, ex-wife or whatever she is, talking about how she's addicted to drugs. I mean, it, the dude is just yeah. taking it to another level. All right, uh, let's get one more here from Patrick Swindle. After listening to the Ben Hallen interview, should we be concerned with these injuries and surgery recoveries? I think early on the team might struggle to sort of gel, but once everybody gets healthy, which they will by the time the SEC play starts, this team should be rolling, I think. Yeah, I've said they need to kind of keep their head above water before Rocket Watts and Tolu Tolu get back. Mm -hmm. And after that, 
when they kind of gel, I think they'll be really good. Yeah. Uh, Steve Phillips, we answered that question about James Bond last week. Chifuncte. Chif- okay. Chifuncte. I don't know. Do you find that the running backs don't seem to understand how to fall forward? Well, I mean, when the linebacker is meeting you dead on in the hole, it's difficult sometimes is what I would <laughs> say to that. So Brad Haynes has questions. Brad Haynes didn't ask questions last week, but because Brad Haynes is a Red Sox fan and the Red Sox stupidly traded Mookie Betts to the Dodgers, hence leading to the Dodgers beating the Giants, Brad Haynes, this is your week to not get your questions answered. Moving on. Oh, that's not nice. Ah, well, he'll get over it. Uh, let's see here. I'm not answering that one. All right, so here, you, you, this is the question you were talking about earlier. A. Swenson. Uh, favorite album to listen to start to finish? Uh, yeah, and I should have thought about this ahead of time, but, you know, there's so many good ones out there. I'm going to go with Appetite of Destruction. That's a good choice. Um, I got no problem with that. You know, I talked about Hysteria. That's great. That's a good one. Um... Metallica Black album. Metallica Black album is up there. Uh, Pearl Jam Ten is on that list for me. Yep. Uh, Stuntable Pilots, their second album, really purple, mm-hmm. is fantastic, start to finish. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's some good ones out there. I like, you know, Led Zeppelin Four. Yeah, is one. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in my uh, my bias mm-hmm. here, and I'm gonna say uh, a rock by Hardy. Okay, is on there for me okay. now. No um, Queen album for you? Yeah, you know, I just I News pull some. World. I pull. I don't really like listen to one of their albums start to finish. I yeah. pull like the, when I listen to Queen, so I listen Queen's to their greatest, greatest hits. hits. Would be there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a volume one, volume two, the greatest hits. Yeah. Um. So right. I go with that. Uh, Nick, do it. Who is the candy corn of the SEC? I mean, it's Vanderbilt. Yes. You know why they're you know why it's Vanderbilt? Because they're only good for one season a year. That's true. Outside of baseball, what are they good at? Used to be basketball, too. Not anymore. Oh, well, gosh, somebody answered the James Bond question anyway. Well, never mind, but somebody rebuked him. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So Steve took the time to rebuke this guy, and you're still not going to answer his question. We answered it last week okay, about but... the James Bond guys. He okay. also didn't do it. Somebody else did it. Oh, before. okay. Sarthak Sharma, if Ole Miss runs the table, wins the Egg Bowl, gets to a great bowl, how does that reflect on the Mike Leach hire, given we were in a better position when they were both coaches were hired? Um, My opinion on this is it has nothing to do with Mississippi State. Okay. Well, what I would say is it does reflect kind of poorly that Leach took over a better program. Yeah, but I I don't think that that I think that's just I mean I think you just worry about yourself on that I don't think it has anything to do with Ole Miss I think that Mississippi State has to I mean that's just on Mike Leach to be better I don't I just don't I don't believe and I know a lot of people want to compare and contrast there but I just I think that you just need to focus on yourself uh, if you're Mike Leach I don't think it has anything to do with Ole Miss. But if if we are going to have that conversation, that offense is is way more um, friendly to what Ole Miss has on its roster than what Mississippi State has. I agree with that. I mean that's a, that's a much easier offense to get off the ground than apparently the air raid is. I agree. Which with goes that. against what we've been told that this offense is super simple. I agree. I know. Bobby Tidwell, who is the best shooter in MSU men's history, basketball history? I'm in my mid-50s, so I'm partial to Greg Grimm. I wish you could have seen him. Never heard of Greg Grimm, so 
Daryl Wilson, mm-hmm. Barry Stewart, yes, Tony Watts is going to be on my list. Great shooter. Um, trying to think those those you know mid nineties teams. I don't know if I want to put Markel Patterson on that list or not. Winston Frazier is up there for me. Yeah, but I don't know that I, that, that I think of him first as a shooter. You know, he was a guy who could get to the rim. Yeah, he could slash a little bit. Yeah. Does Timmy Bowers up there? Bowers is another guy who could get to the rim. You know, yeah, yeah, but he could shoot. He too. could shoot. I'm a, Shane Power. Yeah. He's got to be on the list. Ben Hansborough, for the short time he was here, good shooter. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. Um, trying to remember. You know, Vern Johnson. Who? Rayburn Johnson? Eh. Yeah. Not he's a three point shooter. Good, good, but eh. I think he's better than Ben Hansbrough. Okay, well then. Um, and then, yeah, recently there's not anybody. I mean, I guess Q. Yeah. Q was a good shooter. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Holman, too. Eric Holman? Eric Holman, good shooter. <sighs> Hour and ten minutes into this. <laughs> not anywhere near the top. Why is there so – Miller time. Why is there so much reluctance from the fan base to buy into Leach? The improvement from last year is clear, and he's on track to meet preseason expectations. But as soon as there's any sort of struggle, it seems like everyone jumps to fire him. No one is jumping to fire him. This is one of the biggest myths being perpetuated on message boards. Everybody wants to fire Leach. No, they don't. They just want him to tweak his offense a little bit. Early in the year, uh, I want to say it was like LaTeX or mm-hmm. Memphis game or something. There were some people that were calling to fire well, him. I'll tell you, thirty four fourteen. I was like, that, he's, "This is not good in the yeah. Latex game." But yeah, that said, people are reluctant to buy in because he can't string wins together. Yeah, if he wins this, well, week, he hasn't he'll... proven himself yet. Right. I mean, at, at Mississippi State, he had a great win against LSU and then had five straight losses. I mean, you, I understand. Yeah, you got to you got to win games. What did A and M do where they're walking around? What is this? Oh, what in God's name are they doing? I don't even want to know. The American Dream has a question. Do you mind if I uh, use my American Dream uh, voice when I answer this question? Uh, no, I absolutely do not. Daddy, what does Megan Mullen think of Las Vegas? Or perhaps Happy Valley, if you will. <laughs> I think you can get, uh, I think there are grocery stores in all those towns, so they should be fine. <laughs> well, it's not in those towns that she needs to be worried about. It's the yeah. ones in the outskirts. Yeah, that's true. Drew Wilson, uh, he asked a question in GIF form. Would you mind if I use the voice of the person in this GIF to ask a question? Yeah, please do that, too. If you were a hot dog and you're so starving, would you eat yourself? Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know to a question because I don't like hot dogs, so I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Will Carruth, do you think Varsity Blues actually caused any high school teams to fire the coach themselves or try the West Canaan version of the clock play? I'm sure somebody tried the clock play for sure, but the uh, firing the coach probably not. No. Tonight we play Bangville. Tonight we beat Bangville. <laughs> All right, continuing on here. I don't want your life. That's I, 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 Brian. I, I get it. I get it. Ford Polk. Every podcast that I have listened to has the same opinions that referees should have to answer questions after games. My question is, is it possible that one of the reasons they don't make refs answer questions that if they put that rule into place there would be a mass exodus of officials? Well, who cares? 
If you're saying that you're not willing to answer the questions because you're not willing to defend your terrible calls, well, they don't, they don't need you anyway. Time to go. I have nothing else to say about officials. Yeah. What wrestler do you love to hate? Uh, MJF is on that list. It's hard for me to hate him. Really? I kind of love him. I can't stand that guy. I like him. He attacks everybody. I, I don't ever want to meet MJF. I, I don't either. What would he say I, about me? I don't want to get out in public like like... Like Brandon did doing an, the, Brandon did an hour show with him the other and day. And then did another thing. Did you see the where he roasted the employees? Uh, I saw one of them where the one dude was like trying to no, like, no, no, no. This fight was, back with him. This and, was something different where uh-uh. they just showed him a picture of an employee <laughs> and he, he just commented on it. And they showed two of Brandon. And he saw the first one of Brandon. He was like, no offense, but I hope you get cancer. <laughs> God. And then they showed the second picture of Brandon. He was like, all right, I'm changing my answer from before. I want you to die right now. <laughs> it's like, I don't want any piece of MJF. He threw a notebook on the floor and made, made Brandon it up. get up with his feet. And then, and then Brandon's like, oh, you do it. And he just did it like it was nothing to it. <laughs> like he was a chimpanzee. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> another, you know who's another one I, I love to hate right now? Ricky Starks. Yes. He's such an arrogant guy. Love it though. He's good. Isn't piece. he from Louisiana? He's like he's. I could see that. Yeah, he, he he's got a lot of Cajun yeah. in him. Did you know Tennessee has a longer losing streak to Alabama than Mississippi State? Yes, by yeah, one year. By one year. That's incredible. But yeah, he's going to be the first to crack. State. Think so? Yeah, Tennessee. They just own them. I don't know what it is. They scored more points than Mississippi State. I mean, I by get what you're saying. So, all right, John Wise. Who was the most underutilized state football player of the last decade? I mean, right now it's Tulu Griffin. Well, you know, Aries Williams is up there. That's a good choice. That's um, a really good choice. What about Sylvester Croom's secret weapon? Arcedo Clark? Clark. I mean, good player, but, you know. Mullen, Mullen got the most out of him, I think, by he the did. end of his career. Um, I thought... Yeah, he rushed for a thousand yards once, but state never used Ladarius Perkins correctly. Like after Vic Ballard left, they just tried to make him the feature back. That was not what Ladarius Perkins was meant to do. This isn't underutilized because it's a lot of it was his own doing. Mm-hmm. But Willie Gay, I don't think you yeah, that's the, a good choice. I don't think you got enough juice good out of choice. that squeeze. Charles Cross is sort of that way. I mean, I know he's going to start every They've game. They've gotten everything that they could out of him, though. But you feel he's like shirted his first year. I, I get that. I, I'm not saying that he's you know he's wasted his career or anything. I'm just saying that you feel like when you had a first round guy like a top ten pick at tackle, you should have been a little better. Well, here's the thing with him is everything when he was coming out of high school was projection. So he absolutely needed that one year. He was not ready as a, as a true freshman. So he needed that one year to to kind of bulk up a little bit. And then last year was kind of his year to take his lumps, and now he's really hit his stride. You would have loved to have gotten three, gotten three years out of him, but he was kind of a different kind of five-star recruit mm-hmm. because he, he had so much work he had to put in to you know, get big and get to the point where he could handle SEC defensive linemen. But he, he's definitely going to play a long time in the league. I agree. All right, uh, let's see here. Martin Smith, will college football ever start using electronic spots? That's got to be some technology that's on the way, right? Put put a chip in the ball. Yeah, it's got to happen. Um, I mean, think about the chain gang, right? They, those guys don't know what they're doing. No, they're just trying. They're just guessing. No, they don't. Yeah. I mean, 
and you're really relying on the on the referees to yeah. the spot that and they're yeah. human as well Martin Smith also asked what and this is a, a question you have to ask this time of year what percentage is the allowable dad tax for Halloween candy I would say you're allowed to tax as much as you like the only the only thing I say is this if there's only one of a thing you can't take it yeah so if there's if somehow you only get one Reese's peanut butter cup you can't take that from your kid. You got to let them have it. Well, but if there's three Snickers, my, you can have two. I don't want my child to have cavities, um, and, and, she, and especially Dr. in Wonka over especially here, okay. in her uh, in her baby teeth. Right. So I think it's my responsibility to eat extra sugar. I yeah. brush my teeth like three times a day. Okay. And I floss. I've had. I've never had a cavity in my life. So I think I, I'm sacrificing a lot of things to eat that candy. Uh, for my child, so it's, and also you're such a hero. I'm paying the bills. Oh, okay. I've provided a house for you. You, I've you are the bed. Joe Biden of dad tax. You are just overkill here. I, I just, don't know about that. I mean, you're like eighty percent tax bracket over it's here. It's okay. This, it's okay. Let the kid have some candy. I mean, why don't you go trick or treating? If you're going to be like I this. did the other day, I had to carry her around campus. You had to. All right. Jeremy Murdoch, are golfers and tennis, play, tennis players inferior athletes because they expect total silence in order to perform at their sport? What if kickers expected the stadium to be completely silent in order to kick the field goal or silence for a game-winning free throw? Well, as we've discussed, Vanderbilt doesn't doesn't, uh, doesn't prepare with music, yeah. so and we know that they're inferior athletes. So um, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, trash tennis or golf. Players. No, it's it's just a different thing. Uh, Carson Clark, what are your favorite SEC and non-SEC atmospheres you've been to? Really haven't been to a, a really great non-SEC atmosphere. I thought Kansas State was fun. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, eh. In the SEC, LSU is, is far and away number one for me. Probably followed by Georgia and then Auburn. Yeah, Auburn football is, is one of the better atmospheres I've been to. I've never been to LSU football, so that would probably be number one mm-hmm. if I had. Uh, baseball LSU's at at Alex Box is, is pretty tough to beat, yeah. especially in a super regional setting. Yeah. Ryan Strickland rank these wrestlers: Bam Bam Bigelow, Taz, William Regal, Regal, Dean Malenko, Ultimo Dragon. Only one world champion in there, right, Taz? Yeah, and I mean, are we going technical wrestler here? We've done this before. Are we just- so if we're going to go technical wrestler. If it's, you're a technical wrestler, it's got to be like Dean Malenko, Malenko and William Regal, Regal. Dragon, two. Yeah, William Regal, Regal three. Taz. Taz, four. Bam Bam. And Taz is a good technical wrestler, but yeah. he's not on those guys. And then Bam Bam's five. In terms of like their all-time popularity, it's probably Taz, Bam Bam, Regal, Malenko, Dragon. Although the Ultimate Dragon is huge in Japan. Yeah, you have to take that into account. So then... Well, then he would be up. He might be like second. Yeah, Taz is number one though. Taz is the now. Most. What Bam Bam did to his size was incredible. Incredible, great wrestler. Yeah, you know backflips, mm-hmm. things like that was pretty. All right, Jig Bones, or as I like to call him, Tyler Jones. Nicer stadium, Vandy or the Rock in Hattiesburg? The Rock. It's not even close. Vandy Stadium is a dump. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, Jeremy Marduk wants to know why you did not arrange a jersey swap with one of the former state guys at the Titans Chief weekend. You could have given them a game-worn golf shirt. I'll let uh, Chris Jones wear my extra-large T-shirt and bust out of that wide, like, hold up his jersey. He knows the thing about busting out of clothes. Hey. 
Robbie, rank your favorite pastimes here, covering other teams, sports betting odds, or disrespecting the sanctity of Victory Sunday. How do I disrespect the sanctity of Victory Sunday? You were late, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I, your, in I, fairness, I, I, I gave me. you the option. Yeah, that's fine. We could record on Saturday night. I didn't want to go Saturday night. Uh, number one is probably going to be disres- or covering other teams. Yeah. You love sports betting odds. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Another one from Tyler Jones. Is Tony Soprano the epitome of male physique? No. Bobby Baklava is. Yes. There you go. That is peak male performance, ladies, whether you want to admit it or not. I just found out the other day that that was fake. He wasn't yeah, he's that wearing fat. a fat suit. That's I mean, so do we have to do that? So then what, like veto before the, va- the weight loss then? Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a picture for a weight loss clinic. Before and way before. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest lines from Paul. He didn't walk. He waddled. He waddled. There's a whole video on uh, YouTube of Vito waddling. <laughs> he like literally like lifted a foot up and then lifted a foot, put a foot down. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> there's that too. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know if I've ever screamed louder in my life when Vito's head popped up in that car. All right, Billy waits. Was the Vandy game like the Bama game in that we pretty much knew the outcome and just wanted to get it over with to move the next week? I say yes and no, Robbie. You knew that the state was going to win, but it would it was important to see how they won. Is that fair? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean that that's we talked about that, I think, before too. Yeah. Uh Jacob Shumi. Oh. Did anybody jump in? Jacob. Oh. He he didn't get it? No. Oh man. All right. Taylor Ball, Taylor, I like this question. I really do. But you've asked it like four weeks in a row. I, I'm not going to sit here and give ten different guys. I'm just not. So we're not answering that one. Do you think there's a real chance that Kiffin gets the job at LSU? Yeah, there's a real chance. I don't know if he will or not, but... He's the odds-on favorite with yeah. Vegas, so... I, and I don't know what that means, if that means anything or not. But, yeah, he has a chance to get it. Kivas Wright wants to know what the game day experience was like in Nashville. FYI, no coffee for the Chiefs. That's right. They they were awful. They Patrick, are not that was, good that was, this year. That was the worst game of Patrick Mahomes' career. Yeah. Uh, the game day experience was awesome. I, that stadium is nice. Really nice. Yeah, you know, I've been there for two Music City Bowls, yeah. but this was way different. I mean, that this felt like a this atmosphere in a lot of ways was better than what I had in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were more people, it felt like. It was, it was packed. Yeah. Uh, but... Really cool atmosphere. Concessions were quick. It was quick getting inside the stadium. Yeah. Couldn't complain about anything. NFL has all that stuff down to a science. It's such a different atmosphere at an NFL game than it is college. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Hunter Boland. What is y'all's favorite Stone Cold Steve Austin match? Mine is versus Dude Love at Over the Edge 98. It's Bret Hart. Mine's Bret Hart at Mania Mania, 13. Yeah. 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 No the question. double turn. The double turn. There's no, no question about that. If I had to pick a second one, it would be his uh, his first match against The Rock. At 17. Of, no, 15. I thought 17 was 17. it. He had three? He had three matches against yeah, The Rock? Yeah, 17 okay. is the one where he turns on. Yes. On, I, I don't like that one. And uh, is that the 15 Houston? is the one where The Rock is the corporate champion. Right. And and, and Austin beats him. Okay. And then, he, and then they wrestled Seattle. Yeah. Gotcha. Seattle's nineteen. That's the one where The Rock finally beat him. Yes, that was right. his. That was his retirement. Right. Pretty much. But but the Bret Hart match, the Bret Hart Austin match, is one of the top five wrestling matches of all time. Yep. Period. It was. Period. And I don't know if it was supposed to happen. Everything it was supposed, supposed to, happen to happen that way. They, but 
Vince it was, it was knew they could pull it off. It was perfect. Yeah. Long question here from Corey Pilkington. One of my friends and I used to have a category of movie called Hangover Movies, where you're trying not to exert any energy. <laughs> he said, Hangover Movies are ones where you're trying not to exert any energy other than that spent not trying to throw up. When you see it, regardless of the place in the movie, you just ride it out. An example might be The Burbs. Not incredible, but evenly paced and fun enough not to concentrate on your condition. More recent example might be The Sitter with Jonah Hill. I've never seen it. You don't hate it. You don't love it. It just helps you exist for the moment. With that definition, what would your top three hangover movies be? I don't have a top three, but I have uh, a, a, a one. I gotta say, I've never experienced this uh, This A movie thing. you're just like, eh, this movie's okay. It's just enough to watch. So, this movie has some fun moments. Some really funny moments. But overall, it, it's poorly sort of paced. Mm-hmm. Wedding Crashers. Yes. Like, the first really like 20, 30 minutes of that movie are hilarious. And then when they get to the house, it really goes, slows down. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. James McElwain. <clears throat> With the surprising success of women's volleyball, what are your top three most surprising teams in MSU, both good and bad? So let's just do together. Number one, most surprising, is a bad one. Last year's women's basketball team. Being bad. That, that, was, not, that was not on my radar. 18 baseball being good. Yes. Because they didn't start out like they were going to be good. They had no business doing what they right. did, but they just kind of turned and it on. And then, can we put 14 football? They Being number one was not on my radar. We didn't think number one, but we thought that team would be pretty good. I didn't think they were going to win 10 games. I think eight wins. Yeah, so I, I'm going to put that on there. Yeah. All right, good job. Carter Bentley wants us to rank the top three fast food spicy nuggets, but other than Wendy's, who has spicy nuggets? Mm, didn't McDonald's just get spiky, spicy nuggets? Well, I haven't I tried I them, it. but I assume they'll be last. I won't try them, Yeah, but I think I saw those. Yeah. He also wants to wonder if how good Chick-fil-A spicy nuggets would be. They would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've had the Wendy's spicy nuggets, and I like Wendy's nuggets. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know any other ones. TR asks, if we had to fight or escape one horror movie villain, which one would you pick? Uh, you're not escaping Michael Myers. No. Uh, because he, he walks at a slow... with him, by the way? Yes. Incredible. That was funny. And he, he is such a painful death whenever yeah. you... If you get in his grasp, yeah, you're done. Yeah. And he sticks his fingers in your eyeballs. That's no good. Squeezes your head into mush. I'm going with Jason. Jason never runs. <clears throat> well, neither does can, Michael Myers. That's what I'm saying. Though. If you can just keep a brisk pace, if you can just walk a little faster than them, you're going to get away. But no, they they always appear in front of you. That's the problem. Don't don't ever stop. Don't ever turn around. Just keep going. What about Freddy Krueger? I mean, if uh, you, you just, can't avoid going to sleep. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, Isn't Chucky the real answer? He's a doll. Just just kick him. The leprechaun, probably. The leprechaun. <laughs> oh, the leprechaun. Jennifer Aniston's first movie, I think. Ah, oh, the, the leprechaun. leprechaun. Ah, Robbie, I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> That'd probably be the one because he was like he came up like on tricycle. Yeah, Remember, like yeah, it's not, just yeah. give him like a, a kick to the face. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Sheldon Nations. Which of these MSU horror films would terrify you the most? Signing Day Four, Mullins Revenge, <laughs> Return of the Gulf Coast Offense, Jigsaw Motion, The Tale of the Stansberry Stall. Oh. When that finger started twirling, motion. 
Motion. Motion. Uh, they, they I'm going to go with Signing Day 4. <laughs> signing Day 4, Marlins Revenge has the best title. Every I, signing day, I think, since I've been following Mississippi State recruiting has just been it's painful. Awful. Return of the Gulf Coast offense is the one for me. <laughs> Steve Mormon, why do you ask questions that, one, you either skip or don't answer, or two, just get tired and just quit and don't answer? Skip what are, this. What are the actual qualifications for getting a question answered? Do you want to know why I do it? Because I can, Steve. You should have never even asked this question. Steve, if you're going to come at us like this, and you've done this before, if you're going to come at us like this, we're just not going to answer your question. How about that? We, we, we do the best that we... We have the... You see, you and see you know, what? We, don't, we don't have to do this for like two hours, but we do this... F- because we want people to get their Robbie, questions answered. do you see answered. this right here? Do you see who that is? That's, that's your hand. That is where the power lies when it comes to the rumblings. Chris Williams asks, This week's game against Kentucky is the most pivotal game for Mississippi State football since which game from a previous season? Probably going to go back to like 15, 14 maybe? 14 Alabama? The 14 Egg Bowl. Yeah, I guess. Like I mean, 15, everything was there was kind never of, a game where we were like, I guess the fifteen Egg Bowl because the state had won that. They seventeen Egg Bowl because the Sugar Bowl was on was on the line yeah. for Mississippi State if they win that. Yeah, probably okay. they probably would have gone the Sugar Bowl. All right, so yeah, seventeen. We'll egg. do that. Not great. Uh, that's a Saints question. Uh, are the Saints going to ride it with Winston? Yes, they're just going to ride it out. What with other Winston. options do they have? Exactly. Stark nine hundred one Stark Dog crunchy or smooth on the peanut butter? Smooth. PB&J, peanut butter cookies, or Reese's Pieces? Reese's. The pieces? It says regular or pieces. Okay. Uh, Did you say def- pieces? Pieces. Okay. I was just, it, you know, Reese's Pieces it rhymes, and it, sometimes I get yeah. caught doing that. Re- regular peanut butter cup Reese's, or yep. my answer. Kirby Cox, who thrives more in the air raid, Chad Bumpus or Jamion Lewis? Great question. Two fantastic receivers would do well. Yep. Bumpus I'm going to go better. Bumpus. He was better than Jamie on, so I'm yeah, going to go Bumpus. Is Woody Marks a top five running back in the SEC in Dan Mullen's offense? No. Doesn't, mm. d- doesn't fit what Mullen wants to do. Not a power runner. I actually think that I, th- I think that he could. I, I you could get him in a read option. I disagree. I, think, I, I don't think he has to run between tackles. He's not a guy moving much. the tackles like Josh Robinson, Vic Ballard, Anthony. Yeah, Benson. but the SEC running backs right now are not blowing me away. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think. I, I think, think he he's, could. He, he's better I, I think in this he kind could. of offense. I think. He, I think he could play in Damon's offense and succeed. All right, here we go. Maroon guy asks, "I've never seen a rebuke for an answered question." Well, there's plenty to find this week. What, in your opinion, makes a good rebuke? Complete and total disdain for the person. Yes. Who, just you have to make them know that I couldn't be angrier that you, a person I did not ask and whose opinion I do not care about, deign to answer my question. Get out. Sounds good to me. There you go. Jay in Baltimore. Got our weekly baseball questions from him. We'll just answer one of them. Let's, this is his gimmick. Yeah. Limonis is preparing Landon Sims for a starting role in 22. Do you like the move based on returning players? I just like the move. Yeah. You can't Get just, your best pitcher. If you're going to throw him more than likely one time a weekend, it needs to be get him six innings. or seven innings. Yeah, it needs to be seven innings and not just one. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And I think that they have some options that can close ball games. Yeah, I think those I think those players are going to emerge later. Yeah. Eli Sykes wants to know if we were college athletes, what nil nil deal would we want? 
I'd be hitting up every restaurant. In I town. want something food related. I want. I'm hitting up every restaurant in town. Yeah, I'm hitting up I, two brothers. I want free food. Yeah, especially a big guy like me. I'd be a lineman. I'd be like, you know, you I don't want, have to pay me. Yeah, just give me just free food. food. Joseph Bailey, who I guess I'll answer his questions this week. Also a Dodger fan. If Cody turned heel, what do you want to do with Arn? I don't want to see that man flip to the dark side again. I want. I want to see Cody attack Arn. That's good. You, you like thought that. you th- are, are you happy now? Are you you wanted me to show some aggression? You wanted me to show yeah, some now, wherewithal? And, and, well, and, now I'm doing. And it. look, there's an easy sell for that. Like, you, do you think I forgot what you did to my father? Yeah, I I, I have been waiting on Arn to turn on Cody forever. Be I like, thought he did it. I, I had I had I had the way to do it. Like I wanted Arn to hit him with a chair, and when he's just laying there, busted open. Your dad should have told you never to trust me. I mean, that is a line that would resonate. Yes. But the other way around, that's the way to do it. My dad told me never to trust you. Well, we're starting to get... Uh, we're starting to Ma- get a little... Yeah. Malachi Black is starting to get... Yes. Uh, people are starting to cheer for him. His yeah. entrance is not... His entrance is babyface entrance. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, House of so, Black is great. Yeah, we need, to, we need to start switching that. Now, this question, though. Am I stupid for not enjoying Steve Austin? Yes. I just don't get him. Is it because I'm young? I don't know. Look, I, the man has me blocked on Twitter. Steve Austin is... In the discussion of the top of the greatest wrestler of all time. Yes. In my opinion, there are three guys, if you say this is the greatest wrestler of all time, I won't argue. Hogan, Flair, Steve Austin. Yeah. I would argue The Rock. I would argue The Undertaker. Argue anybody else. Those three guys, I won't argue with you. I feel like to to truly appreciate Stone Cold, you had to have been in that time. You had to have been in the Attitude Era whenever... Everybody just wanted to, to say, screw you to your boss, kick him in the you-know-what and give him a stunner. He yeah. did that, poured yeah. beer on his boss, yeah. drink, was drinking beer, flipping everybody off. During that time in the, in the late 90s, that was like, that was the thing. Everybody gravitated to that, and yeah. he was at the forefront of the Attitude Era. So a lot of people, a lot of us that watched that back in the day, mm-hmm. we still have a... a, a very soft spot spot right. in our hearts for that. Jackson asked, "Did humans invent math or discover it?" I say, that- uh, "Well, I mean, it's always got to be there, I guess. But you know, the concepts and things like that, the humans created have always been there. But yeah, math is more of an art. It's an art form, believe it or not." It's. Uh, I think the aliens created it. To be honest with you. Okay then. Pick two and leave one. From Gil Manclang, Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, or Gremlins? Uh, I'm leaving Gremlins. Yes, yes, that's where I'm going to. Twix, Snickers, or Kit Kat? Snickers. Really. I've I've stopped eating Kit-Kat? I've stopped eating peanuts. Okay. You know I had the diverticulitis thing and people okay. scared me about peanuts. I've stopped eating them. All right, for me it's Kit Kat. Zombies. Oh, I were- love Kit Kats. Okay, zombies, werewolves, or vampires. Uh, zombies. Yeah, you can't reason with zombies. No, uh, well, I need I need an out. Yeah. The Shining, Alien, Nightmare on Elm Street. Alien. Really? No, Nightmare on Elm. Street. Not an alien guy. Okay. Black Sabbath, Meatloaf, Kiss. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Ma! All right. I think we're just now getting into today's Yeah, we questions. really are. Well, this, no, I'm still 14 hours. So. God. 
Cal Crawford, would you rather have full access to Jimmy Sexton's emails or start WWE-style wrestling in the SEC? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'd rather have Jimmy Sexton's emails. Imagine the news we could break. Yeah. so That's my buddy Cal Crawford, who is a Ole Miss fan, but oh, oh, oh. really enjoys the show. Well, I got him on to it. We appreciate it, Cal. He's a big college football fan. Right. He's he's going to school at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a, he's a Winston County boy. So. All right. Walking Bully asked for our final regular season record predictions. I feel like I got to watch this game. Once I see this game, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, think a, so too. I may lock in after this game. I mean, if State beats Kentucky, there's a very legit chance they could be the number two team in the West. They could go eight and four for sure, in my opinion. I mean, I don't. I don't know they they're going to go. I don't think they're going to win out, but we'll see. There's a there's a shot. Yeah, there's a shot. There, all those games are winnable. I agree. Natty Dogs, what are y'all's pregame rituals? Does it differ depending on when the game starts? So I don't really have them anymore because I just go to the game, right? There's no, yeah. But but back in the old days, I mean, yeah, I would tailgate and things like that. I have never been a guy. I never drink on game day. I've started dropping by some tailgates um, this year. I got some friends that have some tailgates, and I've been going to, you know, two brothers or. Um, this past week, I went to Humble Taco. Mm-hmm. So this week, I might I might do a, a tailgate again. Mm-hmm. But usually, I usually just pull up at the stadium like two hours or so before the game yeah. and uh, walk in. Yeah. All right. We've already talked about that, Robert Templeton, so we're going to skip you. Um, Whit McAnally. Who would win in a fight between Darth Sidious and Voldemort? Okay. I know Robbie's probably not going to be much into this question. Am I correct? Uh, Darth Sidious, no Voldemort, possibly. So I'm going to say Darth Sidious wins pretty easily because Voldemort couldn't even take over a high school. Yeah, that Darth was, Sidious took over the entire galaxy. That was a pretty embarrassing. Yeah, fight. This that guy he had was supposed to be the, little... the biggest villain in the world and couldn't beat a bunch of teenagers. So yeah, that that was kind of embarrassing. All right, ice cream or gelato? Ice cream, ice cream. The, the, the gelato place, though, on the uh, the corner of. I Maine. still have not been there. I need to go. It's good. You need to go. Homemade ice cream, hard to beat. Yeah. Soft serve. Yeah. Cameron Worm of the Blue Blood big programs. Worm? Big worm. Big worm. That are down this year. Which one would you like to see MSU play in a bowl game, and would you predict a win or a loss? Clemson. Clemson's your answer. That would be fun. Yep. Texas. You know, right now, Brett McMurphy's projections have State versus Texas in the Texas Bowl. I wouldn't um, hate that. I think State would lose to Texas. Yeah. I don't know that Texas is down. They're right not now. that bad. Clemson's, Clemson's, Clemson's offense is awful. State, State could beat them. Clemson's offense yeah. is really bad. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Tucker Medlin, Georgia or the field to win a national title? Georgia. I agree. Give Game one tonight, give our World Series prediction. So we'll all have already – well, game one will have been played by the time you hear this. But I think Braves in six. They're I could hot. see that. They're just hot right now. Uh, I really hate the Astros. I, I hope that happens. Uh, let's see here. Where are we here? Uh, the Flying M. Rank these one-year players at Mississippi State. Scotty DeBrule, Andrew Howard, Dante Jones, Jack Kruger, Nate Lowe, Arnett Moultrie, Buck Showalter. Dante you know Jones what? is number one. I will have no debate on that. A, t- a, a similar... Uh, argument we had was mm-hmm. was kind of similar to this. We you remember we said I I wanted uh, Scotty DeBrule down the list. Yeah. And you wanted him up there because he won a national championship. Yeah. So we need to set the ground rules first. Well, I'm just saying in terms of of what he did, Dante Jones is the, is going to get it. Final four. 
Okay, Don. I'm gonna say Dante Jones, and then I'm gonna go Andrew Howard. Okay, first team All SEC. Yeah, uh, won an SEC championship. Uh, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. This is where it gets kind of shaky. Your Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter has Still, the all-time leading batting he's average. Third. I let's think go. He's third. Let's go with him third. All right. Um. Let's go with maybe. Moultrie, the season yeah. wasn't good, but he yeah. had a good. He he averaged a double double. Was yeah. really good. He was got a good drafted. player. Just yes, it just didn't work out. Moultrie, then Low, then Kruger, then De Bruyne. Yeah, okay, that'll work. That'll work for me. Which so, is crazy to say De Bruyne is last and he way, won a national championship. No law for Orlando Truitt here. Uh, so Jones, Howard, Showalter, Moultrie, Low, Kruger, De Bruyne. That'll work. Brian and Robbie from the MSU History account. Rank these MSU number 21s. Kiefer McGee automatically locked in as number one. Smoke Burns, Jake Gotro, Jacob Lindgren, Shane Power, Nick Vickerson. Cameron Burns. Cameron Burns up is, there. Is two. Um, I'm going to go with... One Lindgren. Jacob Lindgren. Um, he was a, yeah, I think, dominant. supplemental pick or... Yeah, first rounder. Around first yeah. round. So then and then I'm going to go with um, Shane Power. I might go Nick Vickerson over Shane Power. Nick Vickerson had one of the most memorable. Well, he had that big, but they lost the series. Okay. And the, all right. I mean, it was just one play. All right, all right. But he had a good career. He was a good yeah, player. Yeah, he, he did. So we'll go Power, then Vickerson, and then we love Gotro, Go but he's last. Yeah. All right. Wade Jones, I know you don't like candy corn, Brian Haydad. Do you like it with peanuts? If so, what's the proper peanuts to candy corn ratio? The proper ratio is 100% peanuts to 0% candy corn. There you go. Simple as that. From the uh, one of our friends who makes a Rumblings Twitter account, what is your? Sa- did you know your salary is just your company company's monthly subscription to you? That's a w- good way to point. it. My company got that seventy uh, percent off deal. I yeah. think your company was that they they picked you up on one of those. You know, get thirty <laughs> days one. for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Uh, the Mart. My friend Marty asks, "What were your? Fa- oh, I'm sorry, we already answered this question about the favorite costumes." Uh, let's see here. Now, I'm 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 sort of at the end here. I, I'm still honest. in Mike Leach stuff. I'm yeah. having to scroll through a lot of that. I'm gonna skip up to here. My, Matt Haynes, who was also a Red Sox fan, I don't know if I should do this, but you know what? It'll, it'll make Brad even more mad if I answer his brother's question. So let's do it. What were the top three candies you considered a score when you were trick or treating as a kid? Reese's. If you get a full size candy bar of any kind, yeah, that was great. Which was rare, rare. Um, Reese's uh, for me. Uh, again, any Reese's. If size. I see the, if I see any Reese's, you see the I'm orange, happy. you're good. Yes. Um, if I could ever Kit get Kat. some Skittles, I love Skittles when I was a kid. Yep. Um, and then I love any kind of artificial flavored grape candy. So like, gra- they had it was I forget what it was called. It was not called Grape Heads. But they had something like that, or grape bubble gum. I wanted that. Interesting. Yeah. You remember the grape, uh, the the gumballs? Yeah. The gra- those were really good. Oh, great! I love, love those. So, best country to plan my next international trip: Chad, the Maldives, Seychelles, Mauritius, or Suriname. Based on what I know of world yes. travel, the Maldives is a fantastic place. But you will pay out the wazoo. I mean, for a week it's there, all inclusive. It's. Yeah. You know what that means, right? 
it's all inclusive. Oh, okay. That, but you're talking about like a uh, like a ten thousand dollar. Yes, and that, that that might be before the flight. Becky wants me to do one of these trips for our tenth anniversary. Buddy, you better start saving. When's your tenth anniversary? Next year. You you're already behind. Yeah. So here, let's let's see here. Maldives. She wants that all inclusive thing, like you get every all your foods paid for your you know travel your stay everything's paid for trips out to snorkel and all that. Okay. Okay. Just the flight to the Maldives for a couple. Now, if you're talking about, you're sitting economic. Now, we're sitting in the absolute worst seat in the plane and for a what? Maybe a 16 to 20 hour flight. $3,500. No. Yeah. Honey, let's go to Disney World. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maldives family tour. Now this is just some random thing. I don't know. Maldives family tour package for four nights and five days, seventy eight thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Now you're not going to the Maldives, Chief. Good God. All right. Vaccines, vaccines. Ian Ladner just got back from my first trip to NYC. That is just too many people, right? It is. It's a lot of people. It's really yeah. weird. Not for me. There's never a time where you like walk and like you just by yourself on the street for a second. That's not for me. You like a lot of people, huh? No, right. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Where does NYC style pizza rank on tops of pizzas? It's number one for me. Number I don't, one I don't for want me to too. Eat dish pizza. I've never been to New York City, but I've had plenty of New yeah. York style pizza, and that's yeah. tops. And then last, did it seem like everyone smoked there? Yes, and not just cigarettes. Weed. Everywhere, I smell a lot of weed in Nashville. It's it's just everywhere. Yeah. So, all right. Girth Brooks. <laughs> He's got friends in buffet places. You've got you can be disgruntled. Can you ever just be gruntled? We've had that one before, but that is another failing of the English language. And then, uh, eh, the next question. Yeah. So, Alexandra Watson. We're we're near the end here. She might be be last now that I look at it. Let me see if she is. She is. Okay, great. Alexandra will wrap us up here. Just read about a retail worker having poop thrown at them by a customer. My response was what my response was, I would have ended up in jail if that had been me. What would you do in that situation? What would be your in, I'd be in jail scenario? That's one of them. Yeah. Somebody ever I, throws poop at me, I'm going to jail cuz I'm going to beat that person up. Yeah, I, I would just, I, I would be enraged. As somebody who worked in retail for a number of years, I can assure you I have been yelled at and called every name in the book. Uh, and I never, I never totally lost it on a customer. Except there was this one kid when I worked in Memphis who prank called the store every day. And on my, the day I knew was my last day, like I was leaving that job and not coming back, I let him have it. That sounds... Like something I would do. It was do. very I, cathartic. I, I might, I might I would have done that. I basically called him a poor. I was like, "This is what you do for entertainment." Like, you go to my house. I got a big TV and a PlayStation and all that stuff. This is what you do for entertainment because you have nothing. Mid, mid, mid. So, but if somebody throws poop at me, Alexandra, I'm gonna show them these hands. <laughs> One hour and forty nine minutes Woo! later. We're wrapping it up. Tomorrow's show, John Hale joins us from the Louisville Courier-Journal. Talk a little MSU Kentucky, which is what we will do in great detail 
on tomorrow's show. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.